The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Boy, did I love the movie Unbroken. Hi there, it's Doc Thompson. There's a new movie in theaters September 14th called Unbroken Path to Redemption. It's the rest of the true story of Louis Zamperini, an Olympic runner and later prisoner of war hero in World War II. It's his life after war. It compassionately shows how he worked through his demons and his anger, and more importantly, found peace with God. Unbroken Path to Redemption is especially timely and is in theaters September 14th. Check out unbrokenfilm.com, unbrokenfilm.com. Emily Taylor joining us now, independent program attorney from U.S. Law Shield. Hey, Emily, how are you? Oh, I'm good. How are you? Doing well. So good to talk with you, uh, but not necessarily about the topic at hand because we Second Amendment uh, supporters, which always sounds odd because everybody should be, uh, got uh, slapped down a little bit when it comes to the 3D gun print thing, right? Yes, and really, I think that it's not just gun rights supporters who need to be upset about this. It's every single American, because what we have isn't a Second Amendment issue. It's an issue of the government regulating information. It's a free speech issue, and yeah, it's really disturbing. Yeah, we focused on this being a Second Amendment issue because it's been it's guns that they were printing, but it really comes down to the intellectual property uh, that's really at the center of this. It's not, hey, it's wrong for you to 3D print a gun. There's more to the backstory, right? Oh, exactly. And what we have is the government essentially looking at these 3D printed blueprints and saying that blueprint itself is a gun. And so if you distribute that blueprint, you are an illegal manufacturer or an mm. illegal exporter of firearms, which is a crazy position to take. And of course, the position that uh, the company who wants to distribute them takes is, no, this is just information. And you can't commit prior restraint of my information. Right. Because, I mean, I could share information on how to make anything else, a pillow, anything, right? Exactly. This is just like if you taught me how to grow marijuana in my closet and then I did it, if they charged you with being a drug dealer. It's, it is that absurd. We do have some questions moving forward about 3D printing in general, though, away from guns, right? And what you would be able to do? Yeah, you know, this is an issue that, you know, we can understand in part why the government is looking at it with scrutiny. Because although 3D printers are not readily available now, in fact, the 3D printers that it would take to print out a blueprint as sophisticated as for this Liberator firearm mm-hmm. cost over $10,000. So okay. this is not something we're going to see a lot of today. But it's something that, of course, the government wants to look at because it could come up in the future. Of course, technology moves so quickly. But as we sit today, this is really not something that I think, you know, if you're just sitting in your house thinking, oh my gosh, if these blueprints get released, every criminal on the street is going to have a 3D printed gun to run around with. Absolutely not. It's expensive. It takes two to three days to print out, and then they don't even work that well. Well, can I mean, I can make myself a gun out of other things without a 3D printer, right? I could go out and just buy, you know, the equipment to mill my own barrel and stuff like that out of metal. I could do that. That's Is that illegal? No, that's completely legal, and that's a great point. It's Every one of us for the entire history of the Republic has had the ability to legally make our own firearms. What you can't do, and this is just as true of 3D printed firearms as it is of the one that you mill yourself, 
is we cannot put them into the stream of commerce if they're unserialized, you know, essentially just our homemade creation. But yes, absolutely. This is no different from what any of us have the right to do today with metal instead of plastic. You know, the intellectual property concerns over the 3D printed stuff, because again, it would be like blueprints. I could say, um, here's how to make an iPhone and I get all the blueprints and I put it out there or whatever is going to be a question in the future. And certainly it's a concern. It's a concern, not just because of our, you know, our rights, but also a concern of commerce. And if you have a business and somebody, you know, uh, intellectual property stealing that, but you know what, Nicole or, or um, uh, Emily, there's always been some of this in the past and some of, it, some of the concerns were unfounded. For example, when cassette tapes came in, prior to that, there was not a cheap and common way for people to share music. And everybody worried that, you know, people were sharing, you know, they'd have an album or record stuff off of the radio and then they wouldn't have to buy the record. And there was some of that. But it never caught on, you know, in mass and damaged the record companies. Right. And keep in mind that Defense Distributed, who is the company that wanted to put out these blueprints, they didn't want to charge money for it. He really viewed it as this is me as an American sharing information with other Americans. That's a, a free exercise. So he doesn't view it as an intellectual property he should be paid for, which is an interesting note, I think. The other note is, you know, the U.S. government engages in this activity all the time when they post design patents on the Internet, right? We can all not just buy arms, but for anything that's been patented, we can download design patents. And, you know, that is just nothing but the information. And, of course, now you start manufacturing those things, selling them, then, of course, you know, we have all sorts of issues. But this really, the issue we're looking at now, I think, is not different than anything we've encountered in the past. We just have this new technological spin because of the 3D printing. So the latest on this, we, we had the, the, wasn't it a Supreme Court ruling that said this could move forward, but now there's a federal judge that has extended the ban? What's, what's the legal status of this? Oh, I'm so glad you asked because it's, it, this is where the, the legal people get to nerd out a little bit. So what's happened is, the federal government came to Defense Distributed and said, you can't distribute this blueprint, you're an illegal exporter. And so Defense Distributed stopped. They were complying with the government and they were trying to make their arguments, trying to get uh, essentially a government opinion letter that said they could. And when the federal government and the Department of State were dragging their feet and were not complying with uh, sort of the appropriate timelines, Defense Distributed, this is down in Texas, actually sued the federal government. So that's lawsuit number one. Oh, and that's right. This company, wasn't this was a Supreme Court. This was a lawsuit. That's right. Exactly. So they sued the federal government. Then the federal government says, we're going to settle this lawsuit, but we're not going to do it on free speech grounds. We're going to actually remove a category of firearm from the U.S. munitions list. And that's how we're going to let you distribute these blueprints. We still think you're an exporter of firearms. We're just going to take your firearm off the list. And then when they did that, that's when all these very liberal attorneys general forum shopped the heck out of it, filed that lawsuit in Washington state, which of course we all know gets appealed to the ninth circuit, which will never be a friend to us. And they're actually alleging a violation of state's rights, but also a very technical regulatory issue that the department of state 
did not comply with the Administrative Procedures Act, which would have required giving Congress notice that they're going to alter the munitions list. It's, it is legally a very complicated matter, but you know, fascinating for anyone who really wants to dig into it. So this is going to continue to play out at various levels of the courts, and ultimately it'll, it'll have to be decided by the Supreme Court, right, at some point? I would imagine so. It is getting messy and sloppy already because the court in Washington has actually stayed the settlement that you can't distribute your blueprints online. And now the founder of the company has finally gotten fed up and has said basically, well, your opinion says nothing about the mails. So he is now selling his blueprint through the U.S. mails. And we have no idea how this is going to play out from here going forward. Will there likely be multiple challenges for multiple reasons? I mean, you'll have the intellectual property angle and stuff like that. Then you'll have the gun angle from various different organizations and companies, I would imagine. Yes. We're seeing the tip of the iceberg. Here. Okay. So this is the, the floodgates will open soon and we're going to have to, again, this is a question for the future, not just because of the guns, but the intellectual property rights. And we have a, a massive another massive change coming in the marketplace with this stuff we we haven't even really caught uh, our minds up and our culture and just basic etiquette to things like home delivery via stuff we order on amazon and now amazon and other companies have you know drone delivery and stuff that is just waiting they're gearing that up in self-driven cars all of that coupled with 3d printing emily it is going to be a fun ride for the next 20 years or so <laughs> it will We'll keep an eye on it. The good news is attorneys are going to be, you guys are going to be fine. You're going to, there's going to be so much work for you. <laughs> no, we, that's what we love to hear. <laughs> Tell me more about U.S. Law Shield. Sure. U.S. Law Shield is a legal defense for self-defense program. So the idea is that if someone has to defend themselves, not only with a firearm, but with any legal weapon, that they shouldn't have to go broke paying you know, people like me to defend them from a criminal charge or from a civil lawsuit. So for $10.95 a month, people not only get access to um, you know information on a uh, almost daily basis about guns and criminal law, whatever they want, but most importantly, access to a free lawyer if they ever have to use self-defense or defense of others, defense of property, and they get charged with a crime or they get sued civilly for that action. Oh, clever. Clever model. And would that cover... Um Let's say I have a stand. Your I, I I stood my ground, and that's being challenged. Would that would that be something that you would cover as well? Absolutely, that's right up our alley. Okay, that makes sense. All right, and it's uslawshield.com? Correct, and we also have an educational uh, seminar website for people who want to learn a little bit about gun law, three D printing, whatever's coming up in that area, and that's gunlawseminar.com. All right, thanks so much, Emily. I really appreciate you joining us today, and we'll share all that on social media. Okay. Thank you. Thanks so much, Emily Taylor, independent program attorney for U.S. Law Shield at uslawshield.com. Hey, it's Doc Thompson. Thanks for listening to the program. I want to tell you about another program that I think you're going to like. It's the Glenn Beck Program. Check it out now wherever you get your favorite podcast. If you hear yourself saying, feels pretty good to see somebody rub their nose in it, you may be addicted to outrage. We've expressed our outrage at everyone and everything that is different. Every thumbs up is like a dopamine surge and every retweet is a serotonin hit. In my new book, Addicted to Outrage, we bring clarity to this addiction. If enough of us can just drop our anger and outrage, we might just stand a chance to heal ourselves. Addicted to Outrage by Glenn Beck. Pre-order now at glennbeck.com slash addicted to outrage. 
Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag #WhatILearnedToday. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network.